What's up, peeps, freaks, and geeks? Welcome back inside the locker room studios for this very special edition of the Hitting the Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast, powered by the Roar Network at thegorillaposition.com, presented by Hameen Media and in association with LastWordOnProWrestling.com. My name is Jargo. I will be your host for the day, but ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show our guest. She is a former ACW American Joshi champion, former ACW TV champion for 378 days. She was your NWA World's Women's Champion. She is the governor's daughter, Miss Abilene Maverick. Miss Maverick, welcome to the show. Oh my goodness, after that intro, I can just leave. Thank you. <laughs> Flattery will get you everywhere, as I'm sure you are aware. Oh, Ms. it will. Miss Maverick, Especially with me. <laughs> before we jump into WOW and the big debut coming up on Access TV January 18th, let's go back to the beginning. We know that you grew up in Texas. You have quite the athletic background and were extremely close with your father. Tell us how you discovered your love of professional wrestling and who was on top at the time to kind of provide our listeners a little bit of context and time period okay so i was not allowed to watch wrestling as a child a uh, little fun fact there my mom and my dad absolutely did not want their little girl because i was the baby girl out of out of three girls and they did not want any of us especially me uh watching something as brash as wrestling because at the time this was in the 90s and early 2000s uh, so we all know what era that was. And right. uh, my family just didn't see it proper for a girl to be watching that. So I actually didn't. Um, in fact, my boyfriend at the time, um, I think I was 17, 18 years old, he snuck me on a date to go see a live wrestling event. And it just captivated me. I didn't have a wrestling background. I had a dance, softball, and powerlifting background. And I just absolutely fell in love with the theatrics of it with the strength of it. When I saw the women up there, I was just like, Oh my God, they are beautiful. They are strong. There are fireworks everywhere. This is amazing. I just thought it was the coolest thing. Um, somebody that I really honed in on. I mean, of course there were a plethora of women, but I really, really took a liking right away uh, to edge. He was one of my favorites just because he was so, um, you know, he was just so over the top and charismatic and he would win at any cost. And I loved his style. I loved his mannerisms. And I just thought, okay, this is somebody who doesn't take no for an answer. They throw all the caution to the wind. You know, he's very proud and he's strong. And I was like, this is so cool. I want to be like him. Um, once I really dove into watching wrestling, I actually started getting a little more into the grappling side of it and the strength side of it rather than the high-flying theatrical side of it, I guess you could say, uh, which worked well for me. Um, it both well for me because where I ended up training, I was the only female. So um, whenever I laid eyes on Dean Malenko, he was actually somebody I watched wrestle against um, Eddie Guerrero. Of course, this was on DVD. It wasn't live. Um, I just thought, Wow there's somebody who has the same stature I do, you know, not the tallest person, not the biggest person, but he knows that he is physically dominant and he uses that to his advantage and he outwits his partners or his opponents in several ways. And I just thought that was the coolest thing. So I really honed in on a lot of his style of wrestling um, just because I thought that was really cool because I'm deceptively strong. So I wanted to showcase that. 
because my feet do not like to leave the ground very often. <laughs> um, but I'll tell you what, whenever somebody's flying, I know it's so, it's crazy. Um, but whenever somebody does and whenever they're flying around, I have the strength and the stamina and the whereabouts to bring them down. So that was my biggest uh, influence when I started. You broke into wrestling, as far as I could find, back in 2010, and by 2014, you were on top of the world, ranked number 12 on the Pro Wrestling Illustrated Top (laughs) 50 Wrestlers in the World. You won the NWA Women's Championship on January 25th, 2014, becoming the youngest woman to ever hold the title, and you would go on to hold that title for 378 days. For being so early on to the business, you found great success very early on. Well, yes, because I realized that this is a dog-eat-dog world, and I felt like I had a lot to prove. Um, I don't come from a wrestling background. I didn't come in with a pedigree or with a name. I literally had to fight against what my parents wanted for me, and I knew that I had to do everything I could to stand out. And I feel like I've done very successful in doing that because I actually started training back in 2009, And I didn't have my first match until December of 2010. So I trained very hard for a very long time. And I had to go through an hour-long gauntlet just to graduate to even be allowed to step foot in the ring to wrestle. So, you know, I, I used all of that hardship and all of that time to put towards this because I mean, at the end of the day, nobody is going to be, you know, your, your advocate. You have to be your biggest advocate. If uh, something that I've always kind of told myself is, would I buy a ticket to see me? And if the answer is no, I need to work harder. I like that a lot. Which brings us to now, the WOW Superheroes, debuting January 18th at 9 p.m. on Access TV. A lot of people may not realize, Miss Maverick, while this is the first time that WOW is going to be on a national platform, the promotion has actually been around for a while now. I believe I read that you started with the company like six years ago. Is that accurate? Yes, that is accurate. I was actually brought in to be a tag team partner with Candice LeRae. Uh, She and I had our tryout match. It was against Santana Garrett and Amber O'Neill. They were the All-American girls, and we were brought in totally unbeknownst to us. We we didn't know what type of, you know, production this was going to be. We didn't know what kind of ring outfits we were wearing, nothing. We had no, like, preparation because it was very last minute. They kind of I liked it, though. They kind of threw us through the wolves to see how we reacted naturally. Um, and, uh, you know, apparently I, I feel like I did a good enough job where they wanted to, you know, stake a claim to me and keep me around. So that was cool. <laughs> and, yeah, I've, I've been with them. And what's so cool is uh, whenever David announced this to us, um, that we were getting this access still, I broke down in tears. I mean, I was so happy because... You know, I knew that it was going to air in 2019. And there have been a lot of times with WOW that we have gotten false flags from companies and from, you know, uh, from networks and things that kind of gave us the rub, like, hey, we're going to bring you in. We're going to put you on air. And then they just they just dropped it because they didn't think it was the right timing. No one ever thought it was the right timing, you know. Um, and so what was really cool is that we have this team who fought to and nail to prove that, it was the right timing. We are ready for this. Um, little did you know, all of those no's and all of those shut doors were actually just helping us polish our product to be a thousand times 
better and stronger and to build our roster and our name um, and also build, you know, build up our fan base, which I think is why Access ended up being the perfect pick because New Japan Pro Wrestling is in the time spot that we are moving into. You know, we're going to be on the Friday night fights with them. So we are going to be on at 8 p.m. Central. They're going to be on at 9 p.m. Central. And anybody that knows anything about wrestling knows that New Japan is the, one of the high, like, highest recognized companies in the world, the highest Japanese you know, recognized company in the world. And their fans are cult-like. You know, they're, they're diehard fans. And those are the types of fans that we have. We have the ones that are like, who've been pushing with us since that beginning. You know, we have those fans who even have been pushing since this was Glow, back when, you know, the company was called Glow and now it's Wow. Um, we have those diehard fans. And so I think this is like the perfect culmination of that. And especially for me, because I started training in 2009 and it is now 2019. It took me a decade to finally get a, you know, a TV spot that I, I feel so proud about. And I'm so excited because so many of us have worked so hard for this opportunity and we finally have that chance to show everybody what a hidden gem we are and why we know that we're the best product on TV and being all women is just like the icing on top. I think it's like perfect timing with how women's wrestling has evolved. And it's a perfect marriage with new Japan pro wrestling because they don't have any women wrestling in the promotion. Right. Exactly. That was exactly what I was trying to explain to somebody because they were like, well, isn't that kind of odd? They're all men. And I'm like, okay, we're all women. You know, I was like, so that's the perfect dynamic. You have this all-women show leading into this all-men show. And I think it's so cool because even though we complement one, you know, one another, we complement each other um, in so many ways with how the you know, product is presented, but we're such a you know, dynamic difference in terms of what the roster is. So I think it's the perfect pair. Um, you know, and it's, it's not drawn out. It's not like a four-hour block where people are bored by the end of it or they don't have the time to watch it. We're a nicely packaged one hour event. And I actually touched note on this with somebody else that, um, you know, every episode I feel looks like a pay-per-view and that's, what's really cool about this too, because our lighting is over the top. You know, the presentation is over the top, the location, everything. Um, I'm not sure. Have you been able to watch some of the preview kind of leading into this? Have you watched, you know, any packages on this? I've watched all of season three. I've, nice. I've, I've watched okay, everything that's on you YouTube and everything on the website. I am current. I am ready to go for January 18th at 9 p.m. <laughs> Eastern Standard Time. Yes. Okay, perfect. So then you can be one of our advocates for this. You understand the production value is so great. And I think it's such a, a fresh breath of air for a lot of people. Yeah, especially for a promotion that is fairly new, at least inside of the the grander professional wrestling landscape. You know, when I watch a lot of independent wrestling companies, mm-hmm. you know, they're very dark, poorly lit arenas. You know, they may have a Tron. Yeah. They may not have anything whatsoever. And then you tune into WOW and you're just like, oh, wow, this is a real TV show. Okay. Yes, exactly. I think that's what's really cool about it is that we don't look like a ho-hum company. We don't look like a flash in the pan because we're not. And uh, I think that's what's really cool is because, you know, we have this lineage with Glow. And I know a lot of people may not realize that going into this, but once they start watching WOW, they're going to be like, oh, it's going to click for them. They're going to be like, now I get it. This is the modern day, more physical, more athletic version of 
I would kind of say like the mother company. That's kind of what it feels like. It's like the mother company of WOW. Um, you know, because I mean, David McLean created both. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's definitely got that touch and that flair of glow. Um, but you're going to also appeal to like those New Japan wrestling fans who actually want to see like the brute force. Like they want to see the, obviously the, you know, theatrics of it and the beauty of it, um, you know, paraded around. But they also want to see us be the athletes that we are. And that's what's so cool is we have best of both worlds. Yep, absolutely. Very well said. Now, when you debuted in WoW, you had a smile on your face and this cheery disposition, very Candice LeRae-like. However, in some of the more recent episodes, you've taken a bit more of a, shall we say, sarcastic tone. Now, leaving some of your fellow superheroes unsure how to interpret what is going on with you, what should our listeners be looking forward to when this season kicks off out of Abilene Maverick? So the way I feel it works is I am, first off, deceptively strong. A lot of people see me and they're going to think, oh, she's glitz and glammed up. She's blonde, tan, you know, she's a mama's girl and everything's handed to her. But they don't understand that I'm an opportunistic person, that I don't mind playing mind games with my opponent. Because at the end of the day, like I said, with my, you know, my previous uh, influences in wrestling, that is what wrestling is all about. It's about getting inside of people's heads uh, mentally and then attacking physically. So however they perceive me is completely up to them. Either way, I'm going to walk out the winner. I wanted to ask you about a couple of your fellow talents before we let you go here um, and kind of bring this interview a little bit full <laughs> circle. There's two talents on the wild roster that have gotten the better of you in the past. First, let's start with current champion Santana Garrett whom defeated you to take your NWA women's championship from you back in 2014 do you have any messages for the champion going into the access tv premiere so I mean at the end of the day there can be opportunities that maybe I slip up and allow someone to take um but in this go around I think that everyone is gunning for that gold I think that I deserve it of course because I have been working so hard scratching to the nail to get to this spot and to, to stay on the roster. That's another thing. I have never been champion at wow. I have never held gold and yet I'm the most talked about person on this roster. So that says a lot. Yes, I'm gunning for it, but at the end of the day, I don't have to control the crowd and I don't have to control my opponent or take control of this company by being a champion. All I have to do is just walk in the room and I command everyone's attention. So, yes, I will gun for that gold, but I hope she's aware that I don't even need that to be better than her. Secondly, and a bit more recently, I have to talk to you about this because this just sounds incredible. You had the first women's match to ever be televised in China against Miss Tessa Blanchard. Now, of course, we're seeing Tessa is making her way into the WoW superhero world. Tell us a little bit about that experience, and I'm sure that you were just elated to see Tessa coming to WoW so you can uh, maybe get a little bit of retribution here. Oh, absolutely. I think that Tessa being added on to this roster is exactly why they keep um, adding women like myself who have the wrestling background um, in her case, she has wrestling background, but she also has a pedigree to bring to this company. And there are a lot of people who don't have that. There are a lot of people who don't have, 
you know, a father, a stepfather, a grandfather who have all been in this business and been successful, like highly successful in this business. Of course, she has a lot to live up to, but I think she's doing a very good job at that. Um, I was over the moon, and I think that I speak for her as well, uh, whenever we were the first women to wrestle live and televised in China because no one can take that from you. Whereas, yes, I was the youngest and one of the longest reigns in NWA history as champion, but there could be somebody who comes along and takes that from me, but no one can ever take being the first of anything. And we were the first. And I think that that was a huge step for women's wrestling because even then at that time, you know, we were still in that position where women's wrestling wasn't taken as seriously as it is now. So the fact that we were even given that opportunity and we capitalized on it, I think is enough in itself. I, I mean, it was just, it was groundbreaking. And now you see people wrestling in China left and right. And she and I, I really feel we're at the forefront of breaking that ceiling for people to come in and, and wrestle there regularly. In fact, I've even made a return to China this year, you know, so that's what's so cool is, you know, whenever you get to be a part of something like that, where you're breaking these glass ceilings and you're just elevating the sport that much more. And the fact that no one can take that title from you is just fantastic because, you know, as you know, championships can come and go, but when you're making history, no one can take it from you. Do you realize that you're making history inside of the moment? I do. Um, I think that's, what's so crazy um, with this, you know, it's funny because I got very emotional one day. I was actually, um, my my spouse was driving and I was just telling him about the announcement. I was telling him, you know, can you believe this? I was like, I have been working 10 years to see an all-women's promotion be televised. Not just a one-off, not just a gimmick, not just something to push the numbers. This is the real deal. We are our own organization. We are our own company. And we are the only ones and the first ones to do this, to be a legitimate wrestling company, all female, televised weekly, and to run against one of the largest companies, you know, not against, but with, I guess you could say, with New Japan. Um, but we are kind of vying for that spot as well, you know, fighting against whether or not their fans accept us. And I just told him, you know, I, I started crying and I was like, I used to have to beg to be on shows. I wouldn't even get paid. I wouldn't even get a second look. People would literally just see me as a girl or, you know, a slideshow event or just a ballet. And I wouldn't get paid 10 bucks to be on a show. And now I make a living doing this. And I'm a part of the first ever weekly televised all women's company. And that's just like... It's unbelievable. It's, it's still like even saying it out loud right now is just the craziest thing ever, you know? Where will you be watching the premiere from? Oh my gosh. So that's another thing that hit home. Um, my, you were, you spoke of my, me and my dad being very close. I was a little bit of a tomboy. My brother and my dad were my best friends. My two older sisters were very close to my mom. And um, my dad passed away whenever I was 18, whenever I was first wanting to become a wrestler. And he was the only person that said, you should go for this, you know, because he was like, I'm 52 years old. Um, I never really took the time to see the world. And I really think that you should do this because this will be your opportunity to see the world. And he said, and of course, whenever you become this famous wrestler and you're on TV and you're traveling the world, I'm going to travel with you and I'm going to see these places with you and I'm going to explore the world with you. 
And it was right then that I was so motivated to do this. Uh, weeks later, he died unexpectedly. And that was that huge fire that lit me. Um, and during that time, like after he passed, I actually became very close to my grandfather. Um, you know, he kind of took on that role. I was only 18 years old, you know, mind you. So he kind of took on that role as my dad, which was fantastic. And to this day, he is still my best friend. And I see him almost every single day. <laughs> In fact, I'm seeing him later on today. Um, speaking of which, and the thing is, is that over the time of wrestling, he has been bound, um, you know, he's been bound to a walker. He can't get around very easily. Mind you, he's a very tall man. He's like six four, six five. Um, so it's very hard for him to get around, and he can't travel anymore, and he can't come to see me wrestle. And I am going to be at his house, sitting there in his living room, watching the television with him, watching Access, um, and he's finally going to be able to see me wrestle, which is, like, the culmination of everything. Like, if nothing else happens... If I literally die the next day, I can die happy because um, my dad never got to see me and I wanted him to so badly with everything in me. I wanted him to see me. Um, and then that, that motivation and that love transferred over to my grandfather and I just wanted nothing more than to make him proud. And finally, 10 years later, <laughs> he can see me wrestle and he can see alive on television. Miss Maverick, we'd like to thank you very, very much for joining us today. Why don't you tell the peeps, the freaks, and the geeks how to keep up with yourself and the WoW superheroes? Oh, my gosh. So we have taken over. Literally, I did a takeover for the WoW superheroes Instagram. It was so much fun. If you go there, it's a different WoW superhero taking over every single day. You get to know them personally. Uh, we're doing lives. We're doing follows for follows. So go over to WoW superheroes that's w-o-w superheroes over on instagram we're also on facebook we're also on twitter and then if you search wow underscore abilene a-b-i-l-e-n-e -E, that's wow underscore abilene on twitter i do a follow for follow and then also on instagram i'm actually putting out some new content today so hopefully well every day so literally you could air this every single day and that's still the answer <laughs> but uh we're getting revved up and ready to go and then also if you go to wowe w-o-w-e.com that's wowentertainment.com you can see all of the previous uh seasons kind of like you were saying you're caught up you've seen everything you know what you're doing you know what we're doing you're you know you're, you're totally up to date everyone else can do that as well it's wowe.com you can see all the previous seasons get tickets and see all of the upcoming uh events Miss Maverick, wow. thank you so much for joining us today, and best of luck going into 2019 and the thank deal you. on Access TV. Yes, thank you so much.